0: Hey guys, got a funny, interesting, entertaining episode in store for you today. I talk a little bit about my dating life as a teenager, um, which is obviously fascinating and riveting. Uh, But then I talk about kind of growing up in today's society as a young man. I talk about porn. I talk about porn addiction. I talk about some shit that's interesting that you want to listen to. So you are going to listen to obviously. Um, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, please. Uh, at YouTube. Eh, at YouTube. Type in Taylor Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R, Space Stutch, T-S-T-U-C-H. Check the show comments. Uh, follow me on Twitter, T Stutch1, email me at tayradio one at gmail.com, t-a-y, radio one at gmail.com go to my website tstuch.com com. thank you for listening enjoy the show okay let's take a little bit of a break from the political nonsense the cultural conflict um the stuff that i am uh horribly passionate about terribly passionate about but hate discussing um so, let me go ahead and reintroduce myself. My name is Taylor. I identify as a, um, as a gender fluid individual. My pronouns are Zim, Zer, and Zay, and we can proceed from there. So actually, I want to talk about some funny dating stories or just some funny um, girl stories at the moment. So. I am what am I? uh, no, I guess back, oh yeah, so I am a bit of a late bloomer, as you could say, uh, when I was in high school, uh, I basically didn't even hit puberty till I was um going in to be a sophomore in high school, so like, yeah, you know, I wasn't going to go on any dates with anybody in high school, really. And um, yeah, there was just basically when I I didn't really start, you know, girls didn't even start really paying attention to me until I got to be a senior in college, not a senior in college, a senior in high school, and um, and when I started uh, as a freshman in college. But here's the funny thing about that: when you're such a noob as I was, you just don't know what to do, right? I really didn't know jack shit. So it's just uh, funny, funny stuff. So um, I don't know if other guys can relate out there, but one of my biggest issues when I was younger was pulling the trigger. So and you know, I bet a lot of guys deal with this, a lot of guys. I bet lots of dudes out there, you have a girl that you're interested in. Um, and when you first start off, you know, we all know this. You, you're The most difficult thing is just asking a girl out or something like that. And that's hard enough. Uh, but there was a couple girls that I was good friends with in high school. And um, I went out on a date, I guess, with one of them. And uh, I, oh God, this is so funny. I have a couple stories actually. So one, the first girl that I really kissed or made out with, was uh, this chick who she was pretty cool, and we were hanging out for a while. We were I was a senior in high school, she was a junior, and we had hung out. I can't remember if it was once or twice. It was more, but I'm like, um, we're just bullshitting around, you know. I think we might have gone out to eat or something, but the whole time I, it's so funny. I don't know how to make a move, but at that age. You're always bringing condoms with you like something's going to happen, you know. <laughs> Such I'm like, you know, I I don't even know how to initiate anything and yet I'm walking around like I'm about to get laid or something. Out of my mind. So, she we're outside of her house. I'm getting ready to drop her off and she uh gets out of the car. And then comes over to my side and then was like, well, since you're never going to do it, and then – I think she said something to that extent of like, oh, since I'm not going to do it, she'll go ahead and initiate. And so then we started making out. But it was really funny because um, like I wasn't going to do it. You know, I was 17 years old maybe, 17, 18 years old, and I was such a puss. Uh, And I only can imagine how it is today. So I listen to Dr. Drew a lot because he's on a lot of my favorite comedians' podcasts. And he says that currently there's a lot of stalking behavior in modern-day um, a- adolescents, teenagers, and I think especially males. And he says that he thinks a lot of it has to do with um, people like young guys or basically he says he believes it's A lot of it is tied to the internet situation where a lot of people are communicating online and they don't have a lot of person-to-person contact. And so they're whenever they get rejected or something, they don't, they don't know uh, how to deal with it, so they stalk the person. He says that a lot of young people are exhibiting stalking behavior. So maybe not physically stalking, but they will um, like stalk – as in – I guess, yeah, physically stalking. He talked about how it's like social media, you know, following all this shit on social media. But also the biggest thing was um, uh, not being able to confront things in real life. So for example, if a guy was interested in a girl and, but he wasn't going to pull the trigger or maybe she already rejected him in some way, he would still hang around her all the time. And he was saying – Drew was saying that that's actually a lot more common nowadays than it was in the past. And he thinks a lot of it has to do with people not properly socializing as they get older. Um, And so I can only imagine, like, it's always been tough, always been tough. You know, girls may not understand this, but as a, as a guys growing up, that's one of your bigger things, like one of your things that you're always trying to work on, especially when you're in high school, junior high, you know, you're just wanting to flirt with girls and go out with them and it's so tough to get over that hurdle and i can only imagine how difficult it would have been to do that now with the uh internet situation um like i don't know if it would be harder or easier because in some ways like i am on tiktok and the girls on tiktok um the ones that are on like the the just all the girls on tiktok are very, um, I don't know how to put it there. It's like, I don't know, what, what would you say? Aggressive? Like, all the girls are very aggressive on TikTok. Like, everyone is dancing very provocatively. Everyone's, like, showing off themselves. And I wonder if that translates into what the younger generation is doing with each other. Like, if they send... You know, if they do that kind of stuff online and uh, it translates into um, more provocative or aggressive behavior or less in real life, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody is dancing around on camera in their room, would that translate to doing less stuff with a friend or would that translate to doing more stuff with people in real life? Um, I'm not sure, especially because now I only I don't follow anybody who looks uh, too young on TikTok just because I think that's weird. But the um, the girls that I follow, the, uh, they are like they're all just in their rooms. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's just hanging out in their room. So you wonder, like, how is this person in real life? Like in their room, they're super confident, dancing around, doing stupid shit. But like then in real life, would that translate into action? I don't know. Also, it's so funny. I'm not that old. I'm only 27. But when I was in high school, there were no apps like this. Like Facebook, I didn't even join Facebook until my senior year of high school. And that was all desktop. So I can't imagine – Being able to send pictures to a girl or receive pictures. So I wonder how the technology factors into how a guy could approach a girl in this modern age. Oh, And don't even get me started with the Me Too shit, man. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what. As a young guy in today's society, it must be so weird navigating the relationships between men and women. Uh, because, I, like I said, I'm I'm a millennial, dude. I'm not that old. But I can only imagine that it is weird as shit. Because everything on TV is like every man is toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity. Men are bad. Uh, teach boys not to rape. Oh my god. I just, every time I hear that, I blow a gasket. Or every time I see it, I never hear it. Because anyone who is dumb enough to say that in real life... Um, is is probably died in a car accident, right? They've probably taken themselves – if you are stupid enough to ever utter the words that boys should be taught not to rape, if you are that fucking retarded, that that's something that comes out of your gullet, then you've probably died in some horrific but totally preventable accident, right? You know, I need to write that down. I need to write that down because um, I want to do some stand-up, stand-up comedy. I think I'm going to do some this month. So let's see here. If you are stupid enough to say men should be taught not to rape, you've probably died in some horrific but totally – Totally preventable accident. <laughs> okay. So, um, and oh my God, because it's like, dude, now don't get me wrong. I know that there are socially awkward guys out there, especially in this day and age. Guys aren't growing up with as many father figures because, um, hashtag, um, the future is female. And I can only imagine it's difficult as a young guy to know when the boundaries are. But, um, the guys that are out raping women in the streets there's there's something wrong with them you know like you <laughs> there's something wrong, like the guys that get in trouble and i don't mean um the guys that are like it's actually a contested situation where you know people were drunk and you know some it's like he said she said i'm not talking about those situations i'm talking about guys that straight up are raping girls like you yeah forcibly the girl's like says no and he forces himself on her people that can do that there is uh there's uh something wrong with them right and i don't mean like they're mentally retarded but there's there's something is wrong with them this isn't your average person, your average guy walking around the street. This is a small minority of dudes that are doing this. Um, and so when I hear that, I'm just thinking like, oh, right. So so should I put that like um, when it comes to like thievery too, robberies? Please teach your young children not to, not to burglarize my house. Okay, dude, I get it. The people that are burglarizing houses – Like, you know, they don't give a fuck when you tell them that they shouldn't burglarize a house. Like, there's reasons that they're doing it that go beyond just telling people that it's wrong. If you could tell somebody that it's wrong to do something and they listen to you and obey, they're not the kind of person that's going to break into somebody's house and start stealing shit, right? Now, of course, there are exceptions to that kind of stuff. Stealing is... uh, A little bit more of a mild offense Um, and a lot of people might fuck around with stealing as their kids fucking around. But, um, you know, rape is obviously a much more serious thing. So whenever I see that kind of stuff, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you know, the people are, you know, anyway, I think I'm done with that. Let's go ahead and take a break for our sponsors and I'll be right back as I am saying enough things that will get me deplatformed. All right, so here we are back again. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just talking about how young people navigating today's thing, especially with the Me Too shit. Uh, I heard maybe it was on Twitter or I heard in a conversation somebody said that um, uh, some guys and girls were joking around and like it was in middle school and some ch- girls were telling this boy that was their friend, like they had no intention of getting him in trouble. But they were like, oh, if you do this to me, I'm going to say that you raped me. And uh, they were talking about it on the podcast like how even though it was joking, how the, the ethos – I don't even know if that's the correct word. The ethos of the culture is seeps into these people's minds, right? And that is so true. So I can only imagine – like me personally um, as, a, as a full – as an adult – with a partially developed brain, I am much more cautious about like how I approach – I actually – I'll be straight. I don't know how to approach women right now like on the dance floor at like a club uh, because I'm like – I'm not sure what to do. So basically part of that is because I don't – that's not my scene. Like I haven't been hanging around in that scene when I was in college. I did but like I haven't been in college for I don't know like what 5 years, 6 years now. Over that, I graduated when I was 22 and I am now 27, 5 years and I'm turning 28 in a week. So, it's been about 6 years and um and you know, I was in a long-term relationship And I've been in, like, I've been in relationships and you just, I don't go to a club to pick chicks up, really. So I went to a club. I've been to a couple clubs, though, in the last couple years. And I'll tell you what, it's so funny. Every time I go, I'm just so out of my element. But I'm thinking, like, you know, I don't want no charges. You know, like, I don't want, if I, like, you know, touch a girl and she, like, gets upset – now, I think I have a pretty friendly disposition, so I don't think it would be an issue, but it is legit something that I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure the best way to go about this. Uh, you know. And I actually think that that is – I could only – like I am 27. Imagine being 18 or 19, 20 years old. Like when I was in college – so it's so funny. I don't know if this is the proper way to do it or not, but when I was in college – the way that a guy would dance with a girl at a party or a club, he would just like start kind of grinding on her a little bit and um and it's so funny because I know a lot of chicks will make fun of that as though like, why the fuck would a guy ever think that that's okay?" But you'd be surprised, man. Like some girls, of course, are like, "I don't know you," and they take off. But then like some girls are totally good with that, like that's ex- exactly it's so strange, you know, it's so weird. That a girl is okay with some random guy that she's never met grinding on her ass that she might not even have seen you. <laughs> she might not. She doesn't even know what you look like. Um, but, you know, I, and I don't know how that is now. Like, I'm, I haven't done that since I was probably like 18 or 19 years old. But um, like, is that acceptable today in a club? I have no idea, dude. Uh, I have no idea if that's acceptable. If you can just uh, walk up to a chick who's like grinding her, you know, shaking her butt, if you could, like, I don't know, start grinding with her. Like, I don't think (laughs) I sound so awkward. Uh, I don't know if you could do that anymore. Um, I would actually be really curious. If you are listening to this and you feel inclined to email me your answer, which I would love to read because nobody's emailing me, people are watching, listening to these episodes. I know you fuckers are listening to these episodes, but you don't give me any feedback. Give me some commentary, dude. What do you think? Uh, TayRadio1 at gmail.com. Anyway, so imagine being 18 years old today. If you're 18 years old, what would you do? You go into a club and here's how it happens. You go into a club and you pull out a contract which says that I – if you sign here – uh, you are allowing me legally to um uh touch you in a fun innocent manner on the dance floor, which um does i am not you acknowledge this is not harassment <laughs> you acknowledge this is not anything beyond just dancing and having fun so then she signs the contract and then you engage in um what should I say? Maybe at this point, as a young person today, you probably wouldn't even make contact. You What you would do is you would be each be about a couple inches away from each other. Um, you'd be kind of like ghost dancing with each other, so you're not actually touching. And you pull out your phones and uh, you exchange Snapchat information and you send each other clips of you dancing while you're dancing with each other at that moment. That seems to be the best way to go about it nowadays. Then um, it's all good. It's all gravy. Nothing can go wrong there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could only imagine what the environment is like today, especially with, um, you know, with the internet and and like pictures and text messages like not going away. I wonder uh, what would it be like to. Be in high school. And um, I don't know. You know, people, it just seems like it would be so awkward. And I've seen a lot of statistics that say that um, young people are not having as much sex and they're not having as, uh, like, people, what they're saying is that there are these milestones that Generation Z is not um, achieving that everybody else achieves. So let's see. Uh, Generation Z uh, not having sex. Studies have shown that 30% of people born in the 1980s ha- in 1990s had sex before 16, but our new evidence, based on those aged 14, aged 14, born during or just after 2000, indicates there's been a decrease in the most intimate types of sexual behaviors among the latest cohort. So it's saying that Gen Z's are, uh, not having sex and, um, uh, it's so funny because yeah, maybe that's true, but like, how are they getting this information, dude? You know, um, like, what are they just going up to people and saying like, Hey dude, are you fucking? And somebody's like, yeah, no. I mean, I gotta be honest. If this is taken in a survey form, it's probably not that accurate. So I don't understand you know, if that's the case or not. If it's a survey form, which it has to be, right? how else are you going to collect data on this? I assume that they're asking people about whether or not they're having sex. And these young people are saying, nah, we're not having sex. And it makes me wonder, like, are they really not doing it? Or are they just like, this dude's creepy. He's asking me who I'm fucking and uh, this is weird, you know? So I would say it's probably more of that than anything else. Uh, but you know, it could be that. it could be that. It could be that guys are <clears throat> are watching more porn than ever, and that's another thing. So porn, when I was a kid, growing up, porn was tough to watch, and when I say tough to watch," I don't mean it was violent and hard to keep looking at. I mean it was um, hard to find. So, I remember being like 13, 14, sneaking on the computer and trying to go to like a Yahoo image search of like a girl's boobs or something and like try to download and print it. But it's all on the family computer. So, like, it's super risky. I also remember uh, on Ebombs World, you know, if everyone remembers, Ebombs World was like this weird website where it was just like funny videos, violent videos. It was everything. It was everything macabre. And uh, and they had this one Tetris game where if you could beat – as you beat the Tetris or something, then you could start to see more and more of a girl undressed. And like we would do that. Me and my friends would frantically do that. Um, but we could never succeed probably because it wasn't meant to be beaten. And um, uh, it was hard. And I remember being in high school and having to download each porn I wanted to watch. And I, that means you had to have software to use, like peer to peer sharing. And then you had to uh, do a virus check and make sure that you weren't downloading some porn that was going to give your computer a virus. And then it was like, you know, you had to wait a day for it to download. And then at the end of the day, you might not even have wanted to look at that porn. So it was like, and that was in high school. So, you know, I was around 15 or 16 when I started getting into that kind of technology. Now, imagine being 12 and being able to look at porn on Twitter, dude. Like, Twitter was, nobody was on Twitter. When I was in high school, dude, that was in 2000. I I was graduated in 2010. Nobody was on Twitter in 2010. Nobody in high school was. So like, and there was probably no porn on there at that time. But now it's all over the place. So I can't even imagine, imagine getting addicted to that because porn can get, is addicting. Like I am currently trying to not, I'm trying to see if I can not watch any porn. Um and uh, I've already cut back big time. So I for the last I would say uh for the last 8 to 9 months I've already been down to watching porn no more than like maybe four or five times a month. Um and then now I'm going to see if I can just not watch it, if I can just stop watching porn to in total. Um so that would be a goal of mine, but you know, I'm 27. I didn't start watching porn until I was uh prob- like actually watching it until I was later in high school. I could only imagine watching that shit when you're a kid. Oh my God, that would be so tough to break, man, so tough to break. So I feel for these young guys out there, man. I feel for it, especially in this age of me too, and the future is female, all that bull ass shit making the ways across the airway, the interwebs. Anyway, so yeah, if you got anything to say about it, you know, if you want to send me an email and tell me how rude and insensitive I am, you can send me an email at tayradio one at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, tstuch1. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, t-a-y-l-o-r space stuch, s-t-u-c-h. Go to my website, tstuch.com, t-s-t-u-c-h.com. And that is it. Thank you. Bye-bye.